Aloha, Nicole. Aloha, sunshine, and aloha, listeners. Aloha, listeners. Welcome to the Zen Tiki Lounge, the tiki bar that lives in your head. Let's put some holiday music on. How does that sound? Great. We're I I love the Blue Hawaiians Christmas album, and then a couple of other surf rock sort of holiday tunes. And so this show, we're listening to all holiday surf rock. I hope you don't mind. I don't mind at all. But we should have a cocktail. Yes. All right. So I've been uh, crafting a new uh, holiday cocktail. Uh, No name yet. Listeners know that sometimes I don't have a name by the time it's on the show, but I'm going to shake it up and I'll tell you what's in it. It's going to take a lot of shaking, though. Shake harder. I want it to have a foamy head. (laughs) Okay, it's almost ready. I feel like it's getting there. All right, here we go. So we have in here pineapple and lime juices. Ooh. The lime is fresh, the pineapple's not. Listeners always know that I say use fresh juices, but uh, pineapple is the one juice that I'll give you an excuse for not using fresh. I am excited. It's just a big pain. Okay, and then we have dark rum. I'm using Karuba. We also have... 151, some high proof stuff. That's the Don Q. There is some Fernet Branca in here, some ginger syrup, some cinnamon syrup, and I feel like there's one more thing. Mmm. Nah, I don't think so. It's written down somewhere. Cheers. Cheers. Okay, can I just tell you, based off of the look of it, it looks very holiday. So now is for the big reveal. Oh, this one's even better than the first one. Oh, that is so good. Who's that? Sunshine. Oh, hi. This is so <laughs> good. It's so the Fernet Branca gives a little bit of uh, like a mint kind of background. And then we've got the cinnamon and ginger, which are holiday spices, the dark rum. And then, of course, pineapple and lime just work magic together. You know what I like about it? is that I feel like everything blends together perfectly. You have different things like the cinnamon and lime and stuff like that, which you would never think would pair well. But in this, it's really, really good. Oh, I'm glad you like it. We'll have to figure out a name for it. So I want to welcome all the listeners to the Zen Tiki Lounge. This is the first time we've recorded a podcast since September 17th. (laughs) Basically took all of October and November off. uh, For no other reason than myself and the ladies just kind of didn't care. Well, you got to do what you got to do sometimes. Yep. And uh, we we did a lot of things. We got together and we had soirees and drank and went on vacations and all kinds of stuff. And we just didn't get around to a podcast, which that is the longest we've ever gone in 14 years. Wow. We've never gone that long before. Hopefully we don't go that long again. We already have another one scheduled for um, just over a week from now, the okay. ladies and I are getting together for our annual holiday spectacular podcast. Um, I'll show you the gag gift that I'm giving one of the ladies. It's okay. right here, but don't look at it yet. Okay. That's for that's for later. Okay. Um, husband, what do you think of the cocktail? Very good. Mm-hmm. He says, it's a great very good. He cocktail. did give me a little bit of advice on adjusting one of the ingredients. Or- that's why it's good. Yeah. <laughs> he says, that's the reason. All right, we do have some listener mail, so let's go find the mail sack, and we'll be right back here in the Zen Tiki Lounge.
tiki mail. Sounds crunchy. Got the sack. There. All right. Okay. I found the mail. Even the cat's excited. <laughs> it's hard to tell when Mai Tai's excited. All right. This first one comes from Chris from Dunsborough, Western Australia. Okay. How are you doing, Chris? Uh, oh, and before I say that, this is N- neighbor Nicole's second visit on the yeah, podcast. Uh, you were... You were you got, you got quite good feedback on your first visit. Awesome! You know what? I'm really happy to be able to be back and be able to try this delicious drink. As a matter of fact, okay. So we are only five minutes in, and she's ready for a refill. <laughs> <laughs> and and we're drinking out of big pineapple mugs. It's not like I didn't pour her plenty. Well, that's how you know it's good. So pour up. So it's, and it's not light on the alcohols, so you be careful there. Um, uh, because, okay, wait, this is the mail segment, but I'll tell them why you need to be careful in a little minute. You need to let that settle in because you just emptied out, yeah, half your body. Um, <laughs> okay, so Chris says, where is Campari Kraken? Does he think he is too good for your show now? I know he hangs out with other celebrities a lot but you pretty much discovered him. I am aware that he can be a bit snooty at times, but please invite him back. P.S. Starshine is hot. And if I was not married and she was not married, I would date her in a second. Best regards. Well, by the way, she's officially divorced now. So half of that situation is solved. <laughs> she's quite happy with Glenn. Um, that's all I'm going to say about that. Okay, Campari Kraken. Now, you don't, you've never met Campari Kraken. I have not. Um, Campari Kraken is our resident tiki bar psychic. Okay. And every now and then, um, you'll, similar to hearing Santa and his reindeer on your roof, you'll just hear like this gay psychic on a <laughs> flying carpet just whistling around outside and he'll just pop in. <laughs> And uh, and he loves to help people understand their future and their fortunes. Um, but he can be really crass, and he's really like he's super self-centered. I mean, the guy just loves himself a lot. There's nothing wrong with that. He's also really inappropriate. Hey, sometimes we got to be a little inappropriate. But he's developed a little bit of a cult following, and so this past year during COVID, I posted the seven episodes that he was in all back to back. Okay. And people listened to them so much, I was like, oh my god, yeah, he's gonna have to Campari wherever you are. You're going to have to stop by the lounge. Yes. We'll make your signature cocktail called the Campari Kraken. Okay. It's an odd little cocktail. It tastes like old leather and boots or something, but (laughs) he loves it. Mm. Hey. He's also several hundred years old. Anyway, uh, so Chris, don't know when he'll be back exactly, but I, I wouldn't say that he'll never be back. Okay, this next one comes from Kevin. And he says, Curtis and I were so bummed that there were no new podcasts for our Halloween drive to Vegas. Your podcasts are the first ones we listen to as we get on the freeway and embark on our four-hour drive. Let's get cracking as we will need one by the beginning of January. Hugs. Okay, well, Kevin, here's one. We're back. And we've got another one for sure before you get on the road, possibly a third. So that will give you uh, something to do. Uh, Kevin and Curtis are longest listeners. Oh, wow. Or at least the the longest ones who keep in touch with us. Okay. If there's anyone that's been listening longer than Curtis, for for example, um, I'm not aware of this person. Well, we love Kevin and Curtis. We do. We do. Met them in person several times. They're wonderful people. Uh, This next one, Aloha ZTL friends. Where have you been? I see another one. You know, it's been a long time. (laughs) I see you posting a little on social media, so that means you're not dead. 
Hope all is well and we miss you. Catherine and I, my soon-to-be wife, love listening to the show while we make a drink and turn the lights down. How about some December shows for Christmas? Cocktail ideas. Love ya. Cheers. Car... I think he misspelled his name, but it's Carlos and Catherine, I'm pretty sure. <laughs> well, that was a very nice... Not, I mean, it's kind of a question, like, where's the shows? But also, like, you know, do your job. Right, and it's nice to know that there's people that notice that you have not done it. And so, Sunshine will not disappoint. I do disappoint sometimes, though. Not today, and not within three weeks. But Okay, yes. <laughs> not my cocktails. My cocktails rarely disappoint. Um, oh, we also have a, um, I think we have an iTunes review that we should check out, if I, if I can find it. I'm, I'm really bad at um, sorting around the new uh, iTunes. Um, they updated it a little while ago, uh-huh. and you need to click on different things to get where you want to go, and it's just, I don't know, I'm not used to it, because I was doing the other one for a decade. I feel like the whole update is just really wacky. Like, I don't like it all that much. Oh, I don't either. I don't like it. I think it's kind of, I think it's horrible, to be quite honest. Um, like, it's just. There you go. When you go to search something, I don't understand the why the iOS search... is horrible, says na- neighbor Nicole. Yes, it is. Like, who has a search, uh, the search engine at the, the at bottom? At the bottom. That's wrong. I hate it. I yeah. do hate that. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Um, this, this comes from, maybe it's Alex. I don't know. I can't really tell by the screen name, but Starshine makes the funniest one-off comments. I love how personal Sunshine and all of you are. So entertaining and definitely improves my drink IQ. Thank you for the time, effort, and personality you put into the show. Five stars. Ooh. We only accept five-star reviews, so if you want to leave us a review, that's like the best thing you can do for the podcast. Helps more people find us on iTunes and podcast engines. We only accept five-star reviews, but then you can say whatever you want in words. You can say, like, you know, I... You know, I sound like I should have my throat removed and replaced with that of a donkey. You know, whatever you want, you can say that um, as long as you give us five stars. Yes. Say something. Somebody give a review for Nicole. She got a lot of feedback and even some email last time. So give a review of what you think of having neighbor Nicole on. She's literally a neighbor. Like she, her commute home after these drinks is 40 feet. Yes. Yeah. I always like to joke and say I have a long drive home and then go to the next gate and that's where I'm at. So... Yep. And just close the gate carefully because you know it wakes the dog up and it's terrible. Yes. All right. Now, if you want to send us an email that we can read right here on the podcast, perhaps answer a question or just you can tell us that you love us, you hate us, whatever. It's mail at zentikilounge.com. That's not too hard. No, I don't think it is. You can find Sunshine Tiki on Instagram. You can find us on Facebook. And someday soon, maybe the TikToks. But not yet. So so far for the last year, I have only voyeured on the TikTok. I watch things. I don't post things. I feel like it might just, I, I might just be too old for that. I don't think so. I mean, there's some very mature people age-wise doing stuff on TikTok. I just, but you know, maybe old is not the word. Maybe yeah. it's, I don't care for it. You cannot care for it, but you're not too old for it because content you, we It needs different content, honey. Yeah, that's true. All right, mail is antiquelounge.com. We have more show to come. Hang on. And we're back with Neighbor Nicole. I'm Sunshine. And next episode, we will have all of the ladies of the lounge here for our holiday spectacular 
and Sausage Party. You're invited, by the way. Of course. Um, and I, I think we've mentioned this on the show before, but th- so it goes back like 15 years. Uh, we were having a holiday event at Starshine's mother's house, and somebody brought one of those really big Hillshire Farm sausages. Ooh. And um, nobody wanted to eat it, though. We had uh, plenty of other food, and nobody wanted to eat the Hillshire Farm sausage. So we just kept handing it around to each other and taking pictures with it. <laughs> Um, it was actually with a Polaroid camera, which made it even more fun. And some of those Polaroids still exist today. And um, now we've had a dozen or so of these sausage parties. Um, and it's just about standing in front of a Christmas tree, holding a giant sausage and looking like we're doing dirty things to it. You know what? I like a giant sausage. And I like traditions. So we keep it going. Yeah. Sausage. What? How else could you better say the holidays without sausage? I can't. Yeah, that's what I thought. I feel like the holiday should be spelled with sausage. Now I have a question for you. Okay. Before I talk about Tiki Caliente, which is now a long time ago, um, and give the recipe for this drink, which you'll get on ZentikiLounge.com under the cocktails link. Don't forget that. But you can also go to ZentikiLounge.com and get the recipe for my spice rum, which you're going to put in your rum cake. You're going to put in your rum balls. You're going to put it in much of holiday cocktails. You're going to use it in your your spiked wine. You're going to all kinds of stuff and also just drink it. Um, And there's recipes for a dirty Christmas punch. There's recipes for our Coquito, which is vegan. There's... I found a bottle of Coquito in the refrigerator from last year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. And it still tastes delicious. You know what? I'm looking forward to it. Um, but uh, I want to know, I'm going to show you this. This is something I get a subscription to. And I, I want to know what you think about me having a subscription to this magazine. Okay. Well, modern cat. <laughs> Teach your cat to talk. That should say something. Why are you t- teaching Mai Tai how to talk? Oh no, I'm not. I really just get it for the for the pictures. See now, when you when when people have a Playboy laying around, people say, "Oh, I get it for the articles," but I get Modern Cat for the pictures. I, you know what? I absolutely love it. I freaking love it. There's a lot of cute cats on here. First of all, we're gonna bypass the teacher cat to talk, but there are a lot of freaking cute cats on here. It's well, there kidify, are. Kidify your life. There are, there are a lot of show cats out there, and they have their own Instagram and TikTok accounts. I love that, and they're so fluffy. I get it because it's such a, you know, like, um, I, I don't have really have a subscription to any other magazine. So I figure, like, if I'm going to have a subscription to something old school like a magazine, it's going to be ridiculous. Uh, you know what? You learn things in there like, what are the newest, most popular litters? Or, um, oh my goodness, is there a new cat trend that you need to know about? Such as, okay, this was a cat trend in the last issue, I did not know. Um, So people are um, putting stripes down the back of their cat's ears. Wow. So they like, um, they they like kind of shave a stripe in the back of the cat's ear. So it has like a line on the back of the ear. Like it doesn't hurt the cat or anything. Okay. And apparently shaving it doesn't annoy them. Of course, cats do not like being groomed. Um, But uh, yeah, that's like a thing. So I guess it would be kind of like, you know, putting in lines in your hair or a step or something like that, but doing it on your cat. I love it, to be quite honest. I'm like, I feel like some of the stuff I can buy for my dogs. Don't tell my dogs that, but... Mm. This oh sure, I think it's I think it's equal, I think it's equal opportunity. Yeah, they have a cute little bow tie and little beds and little cat scratcher thingies. My tie needs a new new cat scratching post like big time. This one over here in the corner is like 
super old and falling apart. Well, I see one that is a um, hat kit flying fish. A what? Show me that. I don't even remember seeing that. Flying fish. Oh, look at that. I feel like my type deserves that. That would give the cat five minutes of entertainment. That's the thing about cat toys. Like... You look at it and you're like, oh, the cat's going to love this. And then the cat will prove you wrong. Can I tell you something I love about cats? They don't give a fuck. No, they don't. They literally As will Starshine look, says, cats are assholes. Yeah, they'll look at you and they're like, look, sweetie, I'm not feeling it today. Or they are feeling it and they'll come and they'll love you. But I respect the fact that they have boundaries. Dogs don't have that. Even though I love my dogs. Yeah, dogs don't have boundaries. Dogs just want... Well, I mean, I, th- I think I also feel like dogs don't have brains. <laughs> oh, my tie. I hope you're not listening. No, you mean whiskey? Whiskey. She's okay. right there. Whiskey's just sitting in the chair. And as long as we don't get food out, she will probably be fine. Or as long as the um, resident skunk out the window here oh, really? doesn't rustle around or make a smell, she'll be fine. But that skunk riles her up all the time. Yeah, it would well me up too. I'm not going to lie. Um, okay, so we need to talk something Tiki, and, okay. and that is that Tiki Caliente 12 happened this past October. Yes. And I can't believe it's now December 10th and I'm finally talking about it. But um, here's why that doesn't really matter. Okay. The event was sold out. And so we didn't do an interview with Rory Snyder this year because there was no reason to, because he could tell you all about it, but you couldn't get a ticket. So it's right. kind of like, you know, we used to promote the event and now it sells out like pretty much as soon as it goes on sale. So we don't need to promote it anymore. And I feel like talking about it over like six episodes is kind of a waste of everybody's time. Right. But I do want to say, whiskey. The skunk is out. It might be. <laughs> I do want to say that Tiki Caliente 12 was a vaxxed only event. Everybody had such a good time. People cried because they hadn't seen each other in so long. Aww. For a lot of people, these are th- these events in Palm Springs, it's only two times a year that we see each other. Or if you go to the October event, you only see each other in October. And um, not as many people hosted room parties. Still some people worried about having people in their hotel room. Totally understandable. Um, Masks were required um, in the restaurant um, and in a few places. But if you're outside, you didn't need a mask. If you're in your own room, you don't need a mask, etc. And um, around the pool area, you didn't need one. And so um, it felt very safe. Uh, and the entertainment was outstanding. Mm-hmm. Um, and I got to do one of my favorite things is after every Tiki Caliente, after three days of debauchery, Sister Sunshine puts on her habit and wimple and she gets in the pool with Marina, the fire-eating mermaid, and the amazing Sister Krakatoa. And we absolve people's sins oh my and God. baptize them with rum and chlorine and make sure that they are cleansed so that they can go back into their lives starting on Monday. I love it. I absolutely love that. And we did not have any shortage of sinners this year. Okay. Uh, People had definitely done some inappropriate things. Okay. And they needed to confess. And so we took care of that. But that's one of my favorite things. (laughs) Another one of my favorite things was the cocktail that we served at our party. uh, And it was called the Bewitching. The, the room party was called Bewitched. Mm-hmm. The drink was called The Bewitching, and it was made with Copali rum. They sponsored us. And not only did we go through almost five gallons of that stuff, 
I also made that drink for our Halloween party yes, and went through another two and a half gallons and it was the most popular drink. It was phenomenal. Go to ZantiqueLounge.com for the recipe. <laughs> um, so huge mahalo and cheers to Kapali Rum and Aaron. Aaron not only made sure that we were taken care of with the Kopali, but he personally attended our room party and dressed as Mr. Kravitz, and his girlfriend was Mrs. Kravitz. Okay. So how much fun is that? That is like a blast. Yes. Wow. So it's great. You know, a lot of people will get a rum sponsor or an mm-hmm. alcohol sponsor for their party, but you don't usually get them to participate in the party, which was super great. Uh, so we really appreciate that. That's awesome. And you know what? I tried that drink. I probably had about four or five of them. I think you did, yeah. Because it was that good. But I also love every, like, I love every drink that you make, but that one was different, and it was special for Halloween. It was essentially a lemon passion sour. Mm -hmm. Um, Simple ingredients. uh, Lemon juice, passion fruit, syrup or puree with the um, Kopali silver rum, which has a bit of a rum agricole flavor. And um, a little bit of sugar and one other ingredient. The recipe's online again. Um, But just really easy and tasty. Right. Yeah. No, I remember the passion. And the blend was also, like, it wasn't too strong of a drink, but you can still taste a lot of the flavors. One of them was the passion passion fruit Mm -hmm. flavor. Um, So I actually enjoyed that a lot. I was, I'm bummed that I'm I wasn't able did. to be there, but I, from what I saw on the pictures, it looked absolutely well. Like a blast. And I have to thank you because my character for the weekend was Endora, and you made Endora's hair and makeup work. Oh, thank you! Loads of hair. I bought, spray, I bought a personally made costume, which was super awesome, from Moon Moon Maiden Designs on oh. Etsy. But um, you turned a frumpy wig into Endora's hairdo. Thank you. And it somehow lasted in the car on the way to Palm Springs and back. And then it needed a little refreshing for Halloween. But Yes. Nothing like hairspray and pins. Endora was the hit of the weekend. Uh, I'll post pictures of that too with this episode. Awesome. All right. So on the next episode, we will be... Um, Doing our holiday spectacular. And we used to, we the, the girls and I, we used to all give each other something. And we just don't do that anymore. Now we do a gift exchange. And so um, we each buy one gift. And then we just kind of shuffle them around and make sure nobody gets the same gift that they brought, right? Well, here, right here, these, these three things are my contribution. And we can talk about it because, as I always say, the girls don't listen to this podcast. Okay. So, oh, and one more thing. Tiki Caliente next May. It's normally in May, but this time it was in October because it was delayed three times, blah, 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 blah. Uh, it, it will go on sale in January, and it is unlikely that there will be any tickets left over for the general public, but it could happen. Stay tuned. We will let you know on this podcast. Okay, so here is my gift, and I want you to look at these items okay. and tell me what you think about what I think is a fabulous gift. Okay. I actually think there are two. There's three things. Right. But there's two fabulous gifts. Okay. Um, I'm obsessed with the different variety of, of color pins. Mm-hmm. Because for me, I feel like I can I can work some magic with that. And you have a cat butt book. It's a coloring book. I love it. <laughs> I absolutely love it. And so out of the three options, I feel like these are the, t- the best. Oh, you don't even know what the other ones are yet. So, so, and I'll say, so I'll say, um, so I got hashtag cat butt, 
an off-color adult coloring book for cat lovers. Every single page has a cat in some sort of pose, including their butthole showing. <laughs> and um, and it, some of the designs are very intricate, so like your, your colored pencils are going to get quite a workout. Yeah. Um, oh, look at this one. It's going to be a isn't, whole isn't lot that of nice? <laughs> a whole lot of buttholes on there. <laughs> yes. And then the other and then the other book is called I Put My Butthole on Everything, an adult cat butt coloring book. <laughs> and it's about this scrappy little cat. Um and you know, there's that saying that, you know, cats, you know, unlike dogs, they can get up on everything, right? Right. And so they say like everywhere a cat sits, it's putting its stamp <laughs> of approval Literally. on that service. Um, uh, anyway, they've actually done some uh, very, I don't know how detailed the studies were to show that the cat's anus actually does not touch the counter, um, but it's pretty darn close. Uh, <laughs> but here's, this one's just ridiculous. I love that one, his um, little face. And this cat is like so sketchy looking and um, it was probably drawn by probably somebody who drank too much caffeine or maybe did some crystal meth but yeah. um and then and then of course one of the ladies who picks it this this is really a gift for Starshine or Kaylani because they're both cat lovers uh Starshine more than Kaylani loves cat butts so Pumpkin would absolutely hate this she would like to re-gift it and give it to somebody else she would <laughs> she, There's nothing wrong with a little bit of cat butt <laughs> she would not enjoy it um but I think uh, doing a gift exchange instead of like buying everyone a gift, like it's so much better. That's yeah. what my family does now. Yeah. I still do buy my parents a gift, right. but as far as all my siblings and aunts and uncles go, um, we do like a big gift exchange. We're doing that this year too, just because your family grows. There's so much stuff going on. Mm -hmm. To be quite honest, I hate wrapping gifts. If I can just stuff something or do something really quick, then the less the better for me. So I'd rather just have my grandparents, have my mom, and everyone else gets, you know. I have two nephews that have graduated to the no longer gift club, I like meaning that. they're in the exchange now. Right. They've both had jobs for a while. They both have cars. They're both over 18. One's 21. It's like, welcome to adult? being an adult. Yeah. Right. So you no longer get an automatic gift just because you're my nephew. Now right. you are in the exchange. Right. The other the other um, six nieces and nephews, they still get the automatic gift. But. Well, and I feel like for the kids, yeah, you get them a gift. They, you know, they can't afford any to exchange anything. What, what am I going to get their used doll or something? But <laughs> for, for um, the older people, you know, 18 and older, when you can work. I think I feel like you should be expected to be in the gift exchange. I think so too. Now, how do you feel about trying some foolproof liquor? Yes. Okay. Have you ever had scotch? No. Well, you're about to. Oh, good. Let me go get the shot glasses. Talk to yourself with the listeners for just a moment and see if you can entertain them. Okay. Well, I'm going to let you guys know what I did fun today, and it's probably going to sound a little alarming, but I want to let you know it's not. I donated plasma for the first time today, and I was a absolute prima donna. Um, I did not realize that the amount of blood that they had to take out of my body was at the amount that it was. So... I did panic slightly, not because of anything other than the fact that I'm a slight drama queen, but it was fun and it was for people that needed. And so I'm glad that I was able to do it, but it was a little bit uh, something other than what I was expecting. I think that's a wonderful thing to do. Thank you. I, I used to give blood um, 
every three months. Okay. Um, until I came out of the closet uh-huh. and the Red Cross says, sorry, we won't take your gay blood. That's horrible. It is. And actually, and I've said this before, the Red Cross wants my gay blood. Right. The FDA does not. Right. Well, and the, the crazy thing is, is if they did not know you were gay, they would still take your blood. Absolutely. But it's. But I'm not going to lie on the form. Right. And say that I haven't had sex with my husband. Well, it, or, it's, you know, it's the like, fact that there's just there's still prejudice. And it's like, no, totally. The blood is blood at the end of the day. There if are it plenty helps, of straight people with HIV. Right. It has and if nothing, it, to, you know, it's dumb. If it helps someone, then who are you to say that whatever but blood I, you're I think that's a great Christmas help. gift, you know, to, to donate. Pleasant. Now, did you do it just on a whim or do you know somebody who would need was in need of a donation or was getting surgery and you were just helping or what was the deal? I did it just on a whim. Now, it was a two and a half hour process that I did not know I was signing up for. Um, I thought I was going to go sign some papers, just kind of like the Red Cross type of thing. You know, when you yeah. go sign papers, draw blood, be on about your day. Um, no, I had to go in, sign papers. Is there like a big machine? Oh my gosh. And you can see how much blood is being drawn out of your arm. Like, I looked at it and I was like, holy shit. Um, <laughs> Somebody, I don't know if this is supposed to happen. And they're like, yeah, it is supposed to happen. I'm like, okay. Two minutes later, I'm like, I feel something coming out of my arm. And they're like, yes, sweetie, that's what happens. I'm like, okay, all right. But you know what? Whatever I can do to help other people is what I want to do to help other people. Despite the fact that I'm a bit of a drama queen, at least someone will benefit from it. You definitely are a drama queen, especially when it comes to even the smallest spider anywhere near your house. Oh, no, no, no. Okay. I want to hear from other people. How many people can kill a spider? Because I certainly can't, especially if that thing is the size of your pinky. I hate spiders, but... I still understand that I am the dominant species and in that situation can use a device, a spray, a vacuum. And I know that I know that the spider is not going to jump. Like, I mean, there are jumping spiders, yeah. which I'm not scared of jumping spiders because those ones are little tiny and they're not, they don't look like ugly spiders. They don't look like a black widow or a brown recluse or like, you know, an orb web weaver. Like, you know what, sunshine? That is why I have you here to help me kill my spider. Because <laughs> not my husband, because he's freaking scared of spiders, too. Oh, you want to tell the story about me not leaving my door until we had the spray around the, the, the spider spray around the door frame? Yeah, you were coming over here for, oh, to work on Endora's wig. Mm-hmm. And um, they're, okay, now, first of all, I have to call shenanigans on the three of you living in that house. Okay. Because you have allowed spider webs to be all over the entire frame of the door. And why? Because you leave your porch light on all the time, which attracts the bugs, which gives the spiders food. And so the spiders are like, oh girl, put up a web. This is like a buffet. Really? Yes. I did not know that. I feel like if I leave the porch lights on, it leaves my house um, to be less likely to be robbed. Well, okay. There's some truth to that. Okay. But which do you want? You've got an alarm system already. So do you want spiders or do you want a false sense of security? Hmm. That's I'm a just good question. Saying. As a matter, you know what, we always We always turn ours off. Who is that? 
Um, we always leave ours off unless we're expecting somebody. And I will say that we rarely have webs above our door. And I notice that you always have webs above your door and it's because they attract the bugs and the spiders are in happy town. You know what? That is the absolute truth. You look at Sunshine's porch and it is clear. No spider webs, nothing. Mine, mm, can't say the same. Spiders of death. Okay, let's try this. So first, before you try it, okay. um, this is the Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve. So this is a single malt scotch whiskey that has been rested in a previously used rum barrel. Hmm. Um, and this was one of my choices from the Flaviar collection. So give it a smell. I feel like it definitely smells like scotch, but it also has a very fruity aroma. I was just going to say that. It smells very sweet, almost like... So just from the aroma, you can tell that the rum has done something to this. I can, and it smells like there's like a berry aroma to it, which is what I like. I'll give you that. I get like a crisp apple. That, well, I smell berry. And the only reason... I could go berry. The reason why I like it so much is because I feel like when I smell other scotches, it kind of singes your nose hairs a little bit. That does not... Ah. So this is uh, Glenlivet Caribbean Reserve, and uh, it's a single malt scotch. And um, I, you know, I, I do like it already, but I figured, you know what? Why not let somebody try it who's never had scotch? Yes, please. Um, now sip it lightly. Don't, okay. don't, don't down it. Okay. That's really light and smooth. Wow. And I can taste the bear, the a little the, smoky like scotch should be. It is smoky, but I can also taste the fruit fruit flavor as well. Almost like it's kind of like a little bit of a pie, like it's slightly smoky, like like you baked it, and then um, fruity. Right, that's awesome. It's really smooth. To be quite honest, I expected for it to be a little bit more of, of a punch to the throat, and it's not. It's smooth. It's smoky, but it still has a sweet kind of flavor yeah. to it, which is what I can appreciate. It's still a standard 80 proof, so 40% alcohol. Um, so listeners, um, if you are a Scotch fan, but you also like your rum, I really think you should try this uh, version of Glenlivet. Um, I, the husband and I do like Scotch, especially when we're on the cruise ships and it's all you drink, all the drinks included. We'll say which Scotches are included on in our plan and we make sure to try them all. Um, and uh, there are some definitely some Glenlivet fans out there, but uh, I do quite like this. Mm. Now, not sponsored by the podcast, but Flaviar, F-L-A-V-I-A-R, is one of those online liquor clubs, and you can, like, you can purchase it for yourself, you can gift it. I gifted it to my husband, so every three months, um, he gets a, um, a trio or a quad of alcohols to sample, and so you can pick, like, a rum collection, a scotch collection, a... South American collection. It might have like brandies and piscos. Um, and they give you more than the standard um, like mini. Right. It's a little bit more than that. So I think it's like two full ounces okay. of each one. And then you also get to pick one full bottle of something. Oh, wow. So for $99 a quarter, you get to pick a full bottle, plus you get to try these other liquors that if you had to purchase them on your own, you're spending well over $200, $250 if you bought all the bottles, but this gives you an opportunity to try them all, and it's called Flaviar, and um, so I like it, and this Glenlivet was one of the last ones that I chose. I absolutely love this. This is really good. 
It's a great gift for people and you can just buy them one. You don't have to buy them in your subscription. So you can like gift it for $99. They'll get an email and then a card and then they get to go online and pick their trio to sample plus the bottle that arrives for them. Oh, awesome. Um, So it's great for people who like their alcohols. Yeah, I was going to say, I'm like, do they have that for wine too? Sladiar doesn't, but definitely there are wine clubs that you can purchase for people. Yeah. Okay. Oh, speaking of wine, these are for you. These are these are um, plant watering thank yous. Thank you. Oh, I love it. <laughs> bottle of red, a bottle of white, and that is a um, Zinfandel because my favorite red is a Zinfandel because I think they're just so smooth, lightly sweet, not too dry, not oaky like a Merlot or Cab. Thank you. I'm super duper excited. And for those who don't know, I absolutely love, 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 wine. I love alcohol, but I love wine. And that is a, um, that's a Chardonnay that has a very high rating, despite the fact that it has a a twist cap. Um, I've already drank two bottles of that. Yeah, I don't judge based off the cap. I definitely serve that one chilled. Okay. It, it really, it really is better chill. Can I be honest? Yeah. This will be served to Nicole and to Nicole only. Okay. Um, I would even tell you to drop a wedge of apple in that. Really? Oh yeah, it's so good. Red or green? Green. If you have a Granny Smith, like that'd be perfect. Okay. Yeah. Thank you. I'm really so. It's, for those who don't know, um. Sunshine is a lot better at keeping up with plants than I am, and, but I will make sure to take care of the plants when um, she is not available. I just, you know, her plants are taken care of a lot more than mine, and I just, I'm just horrible with them. So I'm doing well with my mitt. Uh, um, are you? It's very, it's evolving on its own. It's a very independent plant. Um, so. Listeners, I've taken up to um, turning my hose on, like, the fine point spray so it shoots really far. And sometimes just watering her yard from my yard. Um, because I can just, like, look at the leaves and I'm like, the plant's like, help me. <laughs> I think the funny part was I, um, like, when I do try to help, I am literally half awake, half asleep trying to, like, water your plants, but I will make sure I take care of your plants before I take care of my own. Now, whether or not I'm fully functional at that time, I can't guarantee that. That's okay. Um, And now, speaking of needing plant care and vacations, the last time you did it was because the husband and I were on a Norwegian cruise. And I came across something on that cruise that I had not come across on any other cruise line before, and I absolutely loved it. Okay. Okay, so first, I want to say aloha and cheers to Mikey. Mikey was an outstanding bartender. Okay. And he has put together the cocktails that are part of a sustainable cocktail program on Norwegian ships. And so if you're familiar with the larger, newer Norwegian ships, they have a, well, some of the mid-older ones too, um, they have a bar called um, uh, Sugarcane. It's their mojito bar. And the bars that have a waterfront, they have an outside bar. And it's like outside and you can sit there and look at the ocean while um, you're having a cocktail. And each day of the cruise, they have a different cocktail. Mm. And the cocktails are made reusing things that they would have otherwise thrown away or composted maybe. So for example, one cocktail um, used um, leftover coffee grounds 
after coffee had been brewed and then it gets infused into the liquor and then they reuse it and they do something else with it. Another one reused the the green rind portion of watermelon uh-huh. and it went into this watermelon cooler cocktail that was just super good. Um, I'm trying to think what else they reused. Um, but, it, but anyway, each day mm-hmm. uh, they have another cocktail and they're reusing stuff from on the ship. I so love that they that. use it to infuse and flavor their cocktails. I love that. And of all their cocktails, um, you know, I, like on a scale of one to 10, I would say they were all at least a seven, if not an eight, nine, or 10. Like, as far as like, there were two tens on there for sure. And I'm a cocktail snob. Right. And there were two cocktails on there that I really liked. So, um, listeners, I have pictures of all the drinks. I am going to post the pictures. I have a picture of Mikey as well. Um, I've been following on him, in, him on Instagram now. I love keeping in touch with the people we meet on cruises and on vacation. Right. Um, and sometimes you bump into the, them again. And, like, you just never know. Well, and you create, like, some friends. Like, it's always cool to create yeah. friends along the way. You stay in touch. And who knows? He may be going to, um, like, one of the parties that you throw and stuff like that. But I just think it's cool that he's reusing some of the, some of the things that people would never think to reuse. And so it's not just that. And here, here's the thing. Like, I, my understanding is they have this program on multiple ships. But... Um, he really knew about it. And as he and I were talking each day about different alcohols and infusion methods and things like that, um, I could totally tell he knew what he was talking about. Okay. Um, he, he taught me a couple of things that I, um, was unaware of. And so, um, just, yeah, just like so good. Uh, he's from Argentina. Wow. And I hope I'm right because, uh, he is a big fan of Pisco. Okay. Which is from Argentina. They also make in Chile, but you could argue which country does it better. I'll say it's Argentina because, <laughs> Susanna, you're not listening, right? <laughs> um, and, uh, but anyway, so some of these are tropical drinks, and the pineapple mugs that we're drinking out of today came from that cruise. Oh, I love I don't that. usually buy, um, like, non-tiki mugs, mm-hmm. but these are, these are pretty tiki. Yeah. They're beautiful pineapples. They yes. do say Norwegian cruise line on the inside. Um... But again, Mikey, thank you so much for great drinks every day and for chatting with us. And then our friends went on the same cruise ship a week later. And then so they checked in with Mikey and they had the drink daily and they said they really liked it too. Awesome. You know what, Mikey? We like you. Mm. Uh, and I have I have the recipe for two of the drinks. So, um, you know, it's probably not exact, but I'm gonna, I am gonna want to recreate two of the drinks. Um, one of them was... A banana infused drink. Oh, wow. And it was just so creamy and delicious. Not too banana, mm-hmm. not too much, not too little. It was just perfect and it made the drink like taste so creamy. It'll be cool to have him. I don't know where he's at or if he's in California, but it'd be cool to have him come to one of your events. Well, he works on the cruise ship. So he's from Argentina and, um, you know, they do like, you know, multiple month contracts, like a six month or more contract on the ship. Mm-hmm. Um, and so he's out there for a while. Okay. All right. All right. Um, we have a few more things to talk about here. Let me go to my list and make sure I'm not forgetting anything. Oh, yeah. So I don't know if this should annoy me as much as it does. Okay. But sometimes we need to take pills, right? Right. Multivitamins, an antacid. Okay. Uh, something for our mental wellness. Yeah. Blood pressure. Yeah. Why the hell is everything coming in a gummy now? Why do I need a sugary, extra calorie thing when I just need the medication? Okay. 
this is where I'm going to disagree with you because I take three sugary vitamin C gummies in the morning. It helps you get the nastiness down quicker. We need a drum fill there because you could do that for a lot of things. But um, okay, vitamin C, sure, fine. I will say vitamin gummies, fine. Okay. But I now have vitamin or, or gummies mm-hmm. that are not vitamins, and they are things that I don't want more calories and sugar in my life, and I don't have a choice because it's now hard to find the regular pill ones. For example, I take a um, a hair supplement. Okay. Um, it's got biotin and a few other things that help your hair and nails. Okay. You can almost only find them in the gummy form now. Mm. What the hell? Yeah, that's annoying. Right? Yeah. And the pills were small anyway. It wasn't like you were trying to swallow a horse pill. And then another one is, um, my doctor recommended that I take some, uh, gastrointestinal aid type pills, right? Um, and he recommended a brand, which they don't have at my doctor, which, Mm. you know, I was like a little annoyed with that. Um, and then I thought, well, okay, maybe I can, I don't know, find another brand that's not a gummy. No, no. They just have it in the gummies. Gummy. Yeah, so, that's a little annoying. So I have my hair pill that's a gummy. I have the digestive aid that is a gummy. And um, and the other one I care not to describe what it is, also a freaking gummy. I, yeah. and, here's the, and here's the thing. 30 calories for one gummy, 20 calories for another gummy, 15 calories for another gummy. And it's not so much about the calories, but I take my pills in the morning, right? Mm-hmm. And... I like to fast for 12 hours or more. So I've gone to bed at night and I haven't eaten for about eight to nine hours. And then I don't eat breakfast. And so I want to go another couple of hours without having calories because it feels that feels right for my body. Right. Freaking gummies. Yeah. I'm not going to lie. The gummies do add calories. Now, for myself, there are some pills that are just hard to take. But I feel like there should be an equal medium where there's gummies for those who struggle with taking their you know their pills or vitamins you know someone such as myself and for people that can just take them and get them over and done with like there needs to be a medium and i do notice that a lot of a lot more vitamins on the shelves are gummies than they are pills yeah it's a terrible trend yeah now you know what i'm afraid of i'm what? afraid that because people are making um everything into like a candy Mm -hmm. that kids are going to misuse some things. That's what I'm afraid of. Well, I mean, we had Flintstones vitamins, right? They're all, they're fun fruit flavors. It's like, if you thought Flintstones vitamins was a candy, you were, well, no, they still didn't taste good. Right. But they tasted better. Well, the other ones you weren't supposed to chew, right? So like, at least you could chew those. And the reason they did that was because children are not as good at swallowing things without chewing, right? Right. So that's why you had chewable vitamins. Now, here's the thing I do approve of. Um, The gummy makes what's in it more absorbable because it dissolves very easily. Oh, okay. Whereas those big pills or small pills that Mm -hmm. they're hard and compressed... Um, sometimes actually pass right through your stomach and into your intestines and you still haven't dissolved them all. You haven't absorbed it all. Oh, wow. <laughs> so some vitamins, they say you only get half of it out before it completely passes through you. I didn't know that. Um, so that's why capsules are great. Mm-hmm. Um, like gel capsules right. and things like that. Right. But it's just it's just gelatin or a vegan gelatin with the liquid inside. So <laughs> it absorbs very easily mm-hmm. and you don't have to add sugar and make it shape like a bear. Yeah. Okay. How about some Coquito? <laughs> I'm down for it. 
All right. You're going to have to, um, you know, entertain the listeners again. Okay. Hmm. Let's see. Ooh, you know what would be fun is if you guys had any suggestions as to how I can prank Sunshine. If you guys want me to put something in her front porch or uh, surprise her with something, I would be interested to know. Um, what you guys have about that. I'm really big on pranks. I love making people laugh and I love having a fun time at the same time. Um, and me and Sunshine have known each other for quite a while now, so that would be interesting for me to do. Um, what did you just ask people about? Pranks? Yeah, I don't know if I want to repeat it. Why, are you going to play a prank on me? I am. Oh, okay. I like pranks. I don't know if you're going to like my pranks. Well, I won't know until you do it. I know. But I think it's going to be funny for me and funny for the listeners. Okay, so I don't think you've ever had Coquito before, so let me tell you what's in it. Oh, God, it smells so good. Uh, Coquito is a um, Latinx type uh, holiday beverage. Uh, Puerto Rico, Miami, um, other places. Uh, This is popular. It smells like horchata. It does have some similarities to that. So you normally make it with um, milk products and some cinnamon and a couple of other things. If you look up Coquito, it's C-O-Q-U-I-T-O. We have a recipe at zentikilounge.com under cocktails, but you can also um, just look it up and it's become so much more popular Mm -hmm. over the last couple of years. Or I should say, it's become very popular outside of Latin households. Okay. So because people are, it's it's basically an eggnog, but with no egg. Okay, I like Um, it. So try Coquito. Okay. I like that a lot. And I'm not going to lie, that is dangerous. Yeah. Because it's so smooth, you cannot taste any alcohol. It's creamy. You can taste the cinnamon. That's the coconut cream. You can taste the coconut. Like, that's dangerous. Like, I can have I can have fun with that. Mm-hmm. You put some ice. And mine is vegan. Now, normally it's made with milk. Products are sweet and condensed milk. But um, pumpkin is a vegan. And so I, I make I make a vegan version. That's awesome. And you know what the thing the thing that that makes me happy about it is that sometimes when you substitute other things, you can taste that there's a difference. With this, I could not tell that it's vegan. And like, also it's more than a year old. <laughs> no way. Yeah, I made that last season. It says 1128. I on the love bottle. that. I love that. And the reason I, I knew it was still okay to serve, <clears throat> most Coquito recipes, by the time you figure out the alcohol mm-hmm. content after you've added all the other ingredients, it's probably about 15%. Mine is 30%. Ooh. I add a lot more rum to mine. Okay. Um, just because I I don't like the ones that are like super sweet. Right. Like I'm not a fan of Kahlua. I'm not a fan of those things that are just like super sweet and you don't get a lot of alcohol. Like, right. I'm okay with the sugar, but I want a little more alcohol. alcohol. If I'm going to drink sugar, right. I don't want, yeah. I love that. And I, I just, I think for <coughs> me, a really big thing is finding someone that knows how to find a good blend with a drink. Not a lot of people have that talent. You can clearly taste someone poured way more alcohol than, yeah. you know, the ratio is not enough to where I'm having a good time, but it, the drink is still, I'm still enjoying it. For this, and even for the one, the holiday, the one that we tried earlier, like you always master a, a perfect like blend. Oh, well, when I sit down to a bar, 
especially if it's one I've not been to before, I always watch the bartender make their first drink on my first round. Uh-huh. I'm curious how they measure, how the, what utensils they use and things like that. And if I feel like they did a good job on the first one, then I'll just have conversation and not pay attention to anything mm-hmm. afterwards because I feel like, ah, this person knows what they're doing. <coughs> um, but every once in a while I watch a bartender, usually at like a, like a bar bar, mm-hmm. not a cocktail bar. Right. Like, like a bar in Vegas where people go to play video poker or watch sports or whatever. And I just watch them and I'm like, oh, God. <laughs> like, the husband and I went to, um, we went to a Ducks game. Ooh. I, we don't do sports. Right. And I had to go like, husband, which ball is this one? <laughs> just the big orange ball, the <laughs> egg-shaped ball, which one is this? And he's like, no, it, there's no ball. Um, there's lots of balls on the rink, but there is no ball that they're hitting. I have a funny story to tell you after this. All right. So so we went to a Ducks game, but we went, <laughs> alcohol related, uh-huh. because they were lighting the Jack Daniels barrel Christmas tree. So it's oh, a giant okay. Christmas tree made out of barrels of Jack Daniels. And uh, so we saw that, and then the tickets were $25. So we went to the game, and we ended up spending over $320 before the night was over because... The drinks are sixteen to eighteen dollars right. each, right? And I think we each had four, right? You know, that adds up really quick, right? Plus the nachos were twenty dollars, uh, and the an arm and a leg, the fish and chicken bowls were another twenty-two dollars. Anyway, um, but I don't complain about that because you know what you're getting into when you go to those places. I complain all the so, time. So, um, so anyway, where was I going with this? Oh, I went to the so they had one bar on the concourse that was like labeled as a cocktail bar. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. And I and I looked on the back and I go, they have ingredients. They have multiple liquors. They have mixers. I go, okay, so this is good. And I said to the guy, can you make me an old fashioned? No, I said, can you make me a Manhattan? And he said, no, I don't have vermouth, but I can make you a really good old fashioned. And I said, okay, all right, I'll do that. So he says, what would you like? And I pointed and I said, I'll have the Woodruff Reserve. That's one of my favorites. Pours that into the jigger and puts it in the mixing glass. And then he pours in orange curacao. Hmm. Never seen that in an old fashioned before. Yeah. So he was substituting that for muddling an orange because he doesn't I have an orange. Say. So I kind of understood what he was doing. And then um, he put in um, a little bit of the cherry juice because you also sometimes you'll muddle the cherry and the orange in the glass, but that's not a perfect old fashioned. But you can argue that I'm not going to get into that. But okay. Um, and then he added a splash of orange juice, which you definitely never, add. never, 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 never put in an old fashioned. Right. And then he topped it off with club soda, which there are both a recipe for with club soda and without. So I'll give him the club soda. I've never tried it with club and soda. And I tasted it. And I thought, well, it's alcohol. <laughs> you know, you so I went back to my seat. I told my husband about it, and he goes, "That's not an old fashioned." He's, you know, because he was just drinking straight Jack at that point. Um, now I still had half a glass of wine before I went to go get that drink, but I knew that they were going to close the bars soon, and I wasn't driving home, so I didn't have to worry about that. So I poured my wine into the old fashioned and actually had a decent sangria, but it was definitely not an old fashioned. Yeah. I'm just um, trying to make the best of a thing. Orange juice. Yeah, that should not happen. 
And it is and it, orange curacao. I mean, I was gonna say, is it that hard to have a, a sack of oranges? <laughs> yes. Is, is it now, what? But what's your story about the either the sports ball or the game or the? Oh, it's alcohol? my my first experience at at a Ducks game. Mm. Um, did the whole audience erupt into "Let's go, Brandon," like they did when I was there? No. So the whole audience probably looked at me like, oh, God, this poor girl has never been to a hockey game before. What were you wearing? Um, It wasn't about what I wore. It's about what I said. Oh. I didn't realize that it was a common thing for people to punch one another on the rink. So... Oh, yeah, yeah, violence goes along with hockey. Yeah, so uh, I'm watching the game. It was my first Ducks game, and mind you, I went with my godmother, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, you know, having a good time. And a guy gets, you know, heated, and he walks up to another hockey player and literally punches the living daylights out of him. (laughs) And my response was, oh, my God, someone's going to call the police. (laughs) And she looks at me like, oh, my gosh, Nicole, if you don't shut up, we're going to have a problem. Like, this is a common thing. I didn't know you can just punch somebody. I'm thinking, like, assault. Well, did he punch him or did he check him? It was more of an elbow. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He checked him. That's the, fine. The That's point totally that within the rules. You can tell it was intentional. Oh, and yeah. And I was just yeah. like, Especially oh my god, Especially when they're up close to the glass. Oh, my god. Because then you're putting on a show for people, right? Yeah. And so that's that's hockey. Oh, I didn't know you can do that. But I learned that day. And I said it loud enough where other people can hear. How many broken sticks were there? I didn't have We had any. four broken sticks at our game. I, didn't, I don't remember. This was probably about two years ago, two, mm. three years ago, before COVID. I do remember the punch in the face, though. <laughs> and I do remember yelling out, is someone going to call the police? And I do remember for, like being sat down quickly. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> uh, yeah, no. Um, in fact, uh, hockey is known for occasional blood and uh, several penalties in a single game just for people actually going too far with the checking oh. and being pulled out of the game, right? Like, right. and then you'll see the counter go off. They're out of the game for two minutes, you know, and... That's crazy. Um, I mean, I know a few things about it, but still, that's the first hockey game I've been to in probably 15 years. Okay. I The last hockey game I went to, they were still called the Mighty Ducks. <laughs> um, and yeah, I just don't do sports ball. Yeah. I'm just, no. I do football, though. No. There's nothing, no. there's nothing like watching a man in tights. Go see ballet. No. It's football. Eh. I love it. They are all... They're sweaty. They're all wearing a cod piece, so that thing you're seeing is not theirs. They still have muscles, and they're sweaty and beautiful. They're a little bit of boneheads, which is why I would not date a football player. All right. We're at the end of the show. Oh, no. I'm having too much fun. Well, see, if we go longer than an hour, people who are exercising, that's our number one audience, (laughs) uh, people who are exercising have to continue exercising. I'm afraid they'll get dehydrated and die or fall on the treadmill or something like that. So we have to be responsible. Well, I want to thank you for inviting me back because I had a really fun time. And I I thank you for my listeners. I had a lovely time as well. So listeners, if you like Nicole, um, again, go on iTunes and leave this podcast a five-star review and then say something about Nicole. Let them know what you think. Also, send us a comment to mail at 
zentikilounge.com. Say something about Nicole if you like. Go to zentikilounge.com and check out all of our holiday cocktail recipes because this is only the 10th of December. You still have plenty of time to get the ingredients to make anything that we have on there, including making Sunshine's Very Spicy Rum, which you can now do in just five to seven days with the video that's on YouTube. Check it out. Make yourself a big bottle, the 1.75 liter. Don't do the small bottle because you go through it too quick and it won't even be worth it. (laughs) And don't forget to be good to each other. Don't talk about politics at your holiday gatherings. Don't talk about things that'll drive people crazy. If they bring it up, just say like, hey, let's not talk about that. Let's let's smile. Yeah. Let's talk about something that's not controversial. Let's hug. Like climate change. Yeah. <laughs> let's talk uh, about cats. Yes. Let's talk about cat butts. <laughs> I brought it. You'd be like, I brought a cat butt coloring book for everybody. Let's color cat butts. <laughs> That will solve all the world's problems. We just oh, solved. Yeah. We just, we just, we just found p- uh, peace in the Middle East. We really did. What I, what I'm gonna cat do now is I'm just gonna, books. I'm just gonna hand cat butt coloring pages out to people, and when I feel like you're getting too aggressive, I'm gonna say color this, and then come talk to me. I think that's. I think you can also learn a lot by about somebody by what color they decide to color in the butthole. Oh, yes, you like can. if they actually. Now my cat has a freckle on his. See, I don't pay attention to my dog's butt. Well, see, here's the thing. You rarely see a dog's butthole. Right. Cats, however, their tail just put straight yeah. up. Asses and when they there. are walking around, that thing is like, yeah. it is like right there. It's so it is, there. you see it a lot more than you want to. I mean, I don't ever need to see it, right? But you just, you see it. And so Mai Tai has a freckle. <laughs> <laughs> and now you all know my cat has a freckle on his butthole. Okay. Thank you for joining us here in the Zen Tiki Lounge. And until next time, mahalo. Yeah.